0: Hi everyone and welcome to Dating Tips and Tricks <laughs> and Expert Love Advice. I'm Brent Constantine and with me is Christine Borland.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Mhm. Okay. Uh, And you're listening to the podcast that will give today's hottest tips and tricks and expert dating advice to you, the listeners, to hopefully help you with your dating tips and tricks. Absolutely. Your personal dating tips and tricks. Absolutely. So a lot to get to on the podcast today. Uh, You know, big milestones for listenership. We've really cracked uh, through over the last couple of weeks. So I want to thank all of those, uh, those fans out there. You know, a lot of podcasts have a little cute name for uh for the fans of the podcast and sometimes that's a lot of fun uh definitely don't have one for this one because uh how
1: about Trixie's? Trixies x pack Experts, expats.
0: What does the PAT stand for?
1: That's just another word. Well, maybe they are expatriated from being single. Too bad that the word patriot has been taken over by a bunch of gonads. That really sucks. Okay,
0: Christine, we don't really want to get too political here. Well,
1: I can't help it. I'm thinking at top brain capacity right now, Brent. I've been reading a lot of stuff and I'm learning a lot of stuff about the world. The world's a really rough place. More than I even thought it was. Working at peak brain capacity is opening up a lot of eyes like mine yeah
0: for sure i mean if this is peak brain capacity for you i question what the human body is capable of for sure but
1: man me too it's beautiful
0: Mm -hmm. some quick updates here do you want to thank Nima Galami poor for helping out on the continued hunt for tony express and maria as well as a lot of help there for the grunt connection lawsuit so we're thinking it's a bit of an inside job in that sense so uh we're hoping the judge kind of agrees to throw out this uh this nuisance lawsuit against Do you need uh, help finding them uh we know where the judge is uh that's what so no, i'm not... talking
1: about like maria and tony express i think i could get there i think i could figure it out i could sniff it out i feel like one of those dogs right now mm-hmm. i'm feeling good like I, I feel like i could probably find them
0: right christine i did i did want to talk about this again when we we mentioned on the last episode you know this energy and it's kind of getting disruptive now these neutrino pills that you've been taking At first i kind of liked it because you know you had a lot more energy you know or you're smiling more bigger eyes which i've always liked to yeah, see Yeah, and the neutrino and pills are making
1: it easier to focus on them because my focus is like way up
0: but now it's kind of gone off the rail um in the sense Brent, that i feel like
1: you're not completely understanding everything that my body is going through right now i don't know if you've been to the intelligence mm-hmm. lab they've got a part in the back that i've not been able to go into you're not allowed to go in there unless you've been taking neutrinos a long long time they got neutrinos all over the walls they got neutrino and pill pillful Powder form, liquid form—they've got all these sorts of forms. If you go into that room; they got these UV mm-hmm. lights that just implement you with neutrinos all the way up and down your whole freaking body, man. If you're not used to neutrinos, it can give you a heart attack in just a moment. makes most people piss themselves. It's done it Mm -hmm. before. It's like every neutrino is a closed door until it is opened up. Imagine you're in a house one day, all the doors immediately open up and you'll have all this shit coming in right away. You gotta do it yourself manually with your own hand. Open all the neutrino doors one Mm -hmm. door at a time. Prebiotics, probiotics. I've got stimulants, non-stimulants. A lot of bioparin. Oh, my God. So much sun fiber. You can't even understand. They go inside of your body, and and they just sort of, like, start buzzing. Like, have you ever been to a concert? Mm -hmm. You know that part of a concert? You're waiting for that moment when the beat drops, Mm -hmm. and then boom. That is when the neutrino comes Mm -hmm. in, man. A hundred million times in front of your body because you're taking so many of these pills. It's happening all over your hands. Sometimes I can't even pick shit up anymore Mm -hmm. because I'm just like there's stuff exploding inside my hands There's stuff exploding inside my brain my my right, my right. shoes everything i touch is just exploding with neutrinos it, 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 right, it's right. like nothing i've ever felt before it's like nothing ye, right, you right. could even understand you've already right, got right. neutrinos inside of you we're born with these you get more and more every year that you're alive you you start up mm-hmm. here and you get a lot of them in your brain and they're just sitting there dormant right now and you're like how do i get these out of my brain they stick a whole big syringe in the back of their head and they go and they get like kind of like a matrix and they just post it kind of like mm-hmm. driving on a freeway down all into your blood and your brains and your bones you need to get these things to put them inside of your body and then they open mm-hmm. up through your bloodstream down into mm-hmm. your spine it's safe because it's pumping right through your blood and mm-hmm. your body and they like it Every fucking vein mm. and blood and vessel inside of you likes what's mm. going on right now. You're looking at—don't give me that look, man. You're looking at me like you don't understand what's going on. Mm. But I feel like if you just open your fucking brain up mm. for one second, you'll be able to feel it inside yourself too. And mm. that's what I want from you. I want you. I want you to mm. feel good, electric and electrifying as mm. I feel right now. But I don't know if you're ever going to get there, man, because you got to know those neutrinos close inside of you. You're going to have to close inside of you for the rest of your life unless you take these pills.
0: All right, stick around. We've got a lot of great stuff on the podcast this episode, so uh, yeah, we'll be right back right after this.
2: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Love Is. I'm sitting here waiting for Marta Wesselhoff, who is a self-described baby merchant who assures me she can help me with my current custody problem. Um... Hopefully she has some solutions uh, in mind for me to deal with the five children that I um, am not fit to care for. Um, I'm excited to talk to her and get some insight. Oh, doorbell. Okay. We could check that out. Hello, it's the uh, McLean residence. Shane McLean. Can I help you? Yes, I'm here with the baby merchant agency. Oh my god, Marta?
3: Yes, yes. My name's Marta. I
2: didn't know you... uh... I don't remember giving you my address.
3: It's okay. I know how to find things.
2: All right. Cool. Well, come come in. Come in. So as you know, um, I was married, happily married for three weeks uh, to the love of my life, Marsha. Uh, and then she needed some space from me um, to, to grow as a person so she left me with her five strong boys um and i'm not able to contact her or get in touch with her and it's getting to a point where i can't really afford to feed and clothe these boys in the way that i think they deserve to be fed and clothed so i'm i'm looking for help and then you tracked me down somehow i'm not entirely sure how but i'm so happy you did and you said you had a solution on how i could um perhaps find a better home for the for the boys.
3: How much of the baby merchant industry have you dug into?
2: Geez, not a lot. Honestly, Uh, when you actually emailed me, uh, and you had the signature uh, Marta Vesselhoff uh, baby merchant, I did not quite know what that meant. So
3: with the baby merchant industry uh what we do is we take parents like yourself who are absolutely sick and tired of those little runts in their home and we will remove them from your life and put them in someone else's life
2: yeah what's really important is i think the boys have a better life than they have with me right now like i'm a struggling actor oh, um, anything i might have seen you ever seen uh fruto loo like the clothing, underpants, undershirts, and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar. Yeah, I was actually. I'm involved with them. I play the uh, the grapes occasionally at shows, trade shows, and stuff. Well, we
3: do work with a lot of parents like yourself, down and out, looking for presumably. Uh-huh. I, I assume you're looking for a bit of cash get out of this i would
2: love money if there's money involved some sort of cash reward or or treasure i would love to have access to that um
3: you know there are a lot of people out there that can make use of you mentioned five strong boys they're
2: very tough yeah so what
3: i really like to do is check in on all of the different abilities appendages organs anything that these children have Mm -hmm. that might um, make them special uh
2: i don't i don't know like uh well big steve is quite big for his age how big Six five they open cans with their teeth. Is that a is that a thing?
3: That is good. We do look for
2: strong teeth.
3: Are all of the teeth present in all of the boys?
2: Some of them have baby teeth, but I have no doubt that bigger teeth will be soon to follow behind those
3: And uh, as far as organs go, you know lungs, hearts, kidneys, skin. That's all original.
2: As far as I know, um, it's it's really hard. I don't have uh, full medical records at this point, and as I'm not a blood relative, the hospital will not turn that over to me. Um, why would you need to know that, though?
3: One of the things that we do look at with our children um, when we bring them in is we do ask that when you hand them over, they do have all of their original organs and teeth. If uh-huh. perhaps those fall out between now and the time when they are given to a new family, we would ask that you would take those baby teeth and somehow give give them back to the child, perhaps inserting it into a pouch around their neck, maybe even just having them swallow it the day that they are removed from your home. Okay. Another thing that we do ask is just making sure that all of their memories are still intact. We don't want any memories to be erased. It's similar to rolling back an odometer on a car. It's not going to do much good. And it's just going to decrease the value on the market. You know, we're looking for a boy, not a lemon.
2: I'm not a businessman. As I said, I'm just a humble grape. But I'm just curious exactly what uh, the boy's memories have to do with um, them finding a a better home or, or original organs and teeth for that matter.
3: Uh, the memories, of course, that really plays into how we can help mold the child's personality. It's not uncommon for a child who's being abandoned by a parent to be a little bit upset about it. And what we can do is we can take that negative energy and feed it into the work that we're doing here. What
2: is that work exactly? You know,
3: something that my ancestors discovered when they founded Baby Merchants Incorporated is that the power that lies within a child is one of the greatest sources of untapped raw
2: energy in the universe. Um, okay. Uh... How do you extract that power exactly? Um,
3: the teeth, of course. This is where the teeth are important. There's a lot of grinding down of the teeth.
2: Just the baby teeth, though, right?
3: It depends on the client. Uh, some prefer to keep those those adult teeth. Some prefer to let them roam free. I
2: just want the boys to have a happy, good life. And it sounds um, like that. Could be possible. Again, it depends on the client. This might not be the right option for, for us, Marta. I, it pains me to say it, but I don't know if the boys um, would would uh, flourish in, a, in an environment like this.
3: Um, now, Shane, before we go any further, I just want to make it absolutely clear. I know that this is a concern for a lot of people and for myself. Just to be fully clear, nobody is having sex with these children.
2: As far as I know, none of them are sexually active. I mean, Big Steve's pretty attractive, but he's never brought anyone around the house. Uh, how, how old is... Big Steve? I, he's, I think he's 15. Um, he has some half and half regular and baby teeth. He hasn't shown me his birth certificate or anything. He says, actually, if I want to see his birth certificate, he's going to show me my death certificate. So, you know, I back off at that point. They're a handful. They're a handful.
3: We do know a lot of wonderful clients who will be able to take that handful and turn it into something beautiful.
2: Okay, I think I'm starting to get what you do um, at Baby Merchants. A lot
3: of donors, such as yourself, start out with with this point of view, it can take a bit of convincing to get you to the point where you are ready to surrender your children to Baby Merchants Incorporated. So I do want to show you some of the homes that our children have been placed into.
2: I would love to know where they're going. Maybe that would make me feel more at ease because right now I am nervous.
3: Excellent. So let me just pull up my phone here. So this first one I can show you. um, This is actually a swamp-based estate established in the year 1487.
2: Okay. It was a former abbey. That's like a monastery sort of. There were monks
3: there for a while, but. They're gone now as you can see it's got all of the original crown molding within the interior these beautiful tapestries up on the wall there are currently i would estimate around 16 and a half 17 children living there right now you know it's a huge compound there's so much room for the kids to run around and play and there's even more space underground so it's a full house but happy to welcome more into their home
2: I, um, I'd love to see the next one.
3: Absolutely, yeah. So this is a Brooklyn brownstone built, you know, around the, the baby boom, if you will. Okay. So these people are big on the babies, big on the booms, very big on the on the booms. A little bit less space outside. It is city living. You're in an urban environment. And again, tons of room underground. There's so much space to play. You've got connections to the subway, connections to the sewer. A lot of the kids love the sewer.
2: It's just a great spot. Wow. Um... Underground, in both both places, connected to the sewer. Living
3: in a city like New York, the Big Apple, these kids are going to meet so many different types of people, especially around this particular property. You've got explorers, archaeologists, historians, priests,
2: Gugs. Uh, I don't know if I want the boys around Gugs.
3: Okay, well, it's a little... Close-minded, but that's okay. That's why we're taking them to a new home.
2: I got to be honest, Marta, and I appreciate you coming out all the way out here. But uh, these places don't sound right for the boys. Uh, And if you don't have anything else, maybe you should just go.
3: Okay, I do understand that. I do have something else for you. This is actually a very lovely home. It's in Aurora, Colorado. It's a great city, really family-oriented, right in the heart of the suburbs. You've got the mountains, you've got the plains. Nice six-bedroom, three-bathroom, plenty of Sounds really nice huge yard you know the family has a couple of dogs if the kids like dogs <laughs> and of course tons of space underground uh
2: okay you'll see
3: things like you know kobolds
2: uh-huh. uh, all sorts
3: of mongers a- again gugs all of the different things that you would expect to find in one of those beautiful underground play spaces okay
2: uh, marta and i just want to recap really quickly before um i decide uh so Oof. baby merchant incorporated uh you tracked me down Mm -hmm. You came to my house and you ask if the children have their original organs and teeth. And if they lose any baby teeth, you need to keep it in a pouch or make them eat it before I give them to you they have options of living in a marsh house with plenty of space underground a post-war brownstone with plenty of space underground or a nice suburban home in aurora colorado with plenty of space underground and gugs and wyverns and many mongers is that about right that catches us up to now
3: absolutely i think you you got it right on the money
2: and it looks like oh big steve's wandering in here
3: Oh, hi, hi, Big Steve. Hi. Wow. Yeah, he does. He looks like he's got a lot of life left in him. Full of juice. Go back to your room, Big Steve, please. You said these are not your blood
2: children, correct? No, but they're my responsibility until Marsha comes home. I just wanted know. to make
3: sure it wasn't really adding up seeing the two of you beside each other.
2: Because he's such an alpha, I know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's the thing, Marta, you're really professional. Uh, You have cool jewelry, and you've come all the way out here um, for this house call, which I think shows a business savvy that I would love to learn from you, and I would like to pick some of that up for my own day-to-day. But uh, I don't think I'm in a position where I can unilaterally decide that the boys go live underground, um, out of the city, away from home, uh they're already in school you know it's the middle of the semester to uproot them right now without their mother's permission i think would be um not it would not put me in her good books and that's where i'm trying to get i'm trying to get back into marsh's good books so uh, unfortunately well it's a sweetheart of a deal i don't want to uproot them and let them live uh, under roots and I appreciate the visit. I will have to pass.
3: The, the hesitancy that you're showing, it is perfectly normal. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you with my calling card. Um, don't worry, it's not my bones that this is made of. It's heavy. If you do ever want to get in contact with me, if perhaps you changed your mind, just rub this three times and wish for your greatest desire. Or if you flip it over, my cell number is on the back so you can go ahead and give me a call. 9 to 5, Monday to Friday.
2: I'll probably do that. I'm more comfortable with the phone than the wishes
3: the option is there okay
2: well thanks for being so understanding i know it must be tough doing these door-to-door house calls um but oh, no you it's know, a delight i hope you get a sale soon if you have anyone in that's running a trade show or something and you can refer me um that would be great because i would love to get some work going you just do grapes i do anything mm-hmm. but you know that's you know typecast.
3: It was wonderful meeting you. I'm so glad. I really do hope that you reconsider about giving me your children.
2: Great to meet you, too. Um, And I probably won't reconsider, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, because I'm a little, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like the right time. I hope that you
3: enjoy the time that you have left with the children. Make the most of it.
2: I'm going to assume you just meant that in a totally normal way.
3: (laughs) Yes. May Krom bless you in all of your endeavors.
2: Uh, Krom, bless you as well. I'll see you around. Well, um, I think that went okay. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, Once again, uh, I'm Shane McLean, and hopefully now you all have a better idea of what love is.
0: Okay, Christine, we've got a guest here in the studio with us. So um, I don't know, uh, like I really enjoy the energy. I really enjoy the enthusiasm. Yeah. Again, yeah. again, again, not again. Okay, again, not so much about like the neutrinos, but but awesome. uh, I like the cool. energy. Me too. Yeah. So I'm not sure if there's anything that you can do well, to yeah. kind of you, you mm-hmm. know settle that right. down. Right kind right, of right, right, tamp right, right, right. it down yeah you know
1: what i got just the thing for that i have neutrinos which you take to counteract and kind of like shove the neutrinos down just like deeper into your mm-hmm. spine just into your sacrum, where you do a okay. lot about bouncing and focus and stuff like that so that's what i can do for you right now Oh, um, very chocolate but not drinkable water okay i should be good for the next 15 to 20 minutes
0: we've had a real string of dud guests over the last few weeks and i do blame that on christine i do want to take personal you know responsibility for allowing christine to really ruin the show over the last few weeks you know he's not part of any kind of cult or anything like a lot of these jokers that christine's bringing in and so i I want okay christine okay christine just hold on a second
1: can you brent before before we go on brent yeah will you smile for me
0: Okay, so I want to introduce our next guest on the show. He is a real thinker. He's a, He's got a lot of great ideas. I'm really excited to talk with him uh, more. Uh, this is Nathan Hare. Welcome to the podcast.
4: Thanks for having me on the air. I really appreciate that. Really appreciate that. So
0: Nathan, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself you know, who you are and sort of some of these ideas, these big ideas that I think people are really going to be excited about. At
4: the end of the day, I've kind of become somewhat of an expert in getting friend zoned, as it were.
1: What does that mean? It basically
4: means that when you uh, do everything right, sometimes it doesn't actually right. work out for you. Whoa, yeah, right. sometimes you can be the nice, nicest person in the world and the and the right one and mm-hmm. not a jock and actually have really good taste in food and music and movies and all that right. stuff and they won't pick you and they'll be like oh i just want to hang out with you
0: and i i I find your story really interesting because you told me about about your background, and why don't you tell us a bit about you know as the younger friend that became you know zoned and then an expert in that zone
4: yeah i mean ever since i was a baby everyone just wanted to hang out with me platonically like no nobody wanted nobody wanted to fuck me ever since i was like really young so that's been tough ever ever, basically like as soon as i came out of the womb like everyone was like oh look at him we want to give him toys to play with we want to do that and i was like okay you don't even give a crap about me then because you just want to be friends is Mm -hmm. this what it is you know when i was in the second grade i was the kid that was like playing on the monkey bars and like nobody wanted to fuck me everyone just wanted to be like oh okay well yeah let's hang out hang out at recess Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay so you don't give a you literally don't care. Mm-hmm. I was pissed. From there, it was just like I learned how to like actually thrive yeah. in thrive in this zone. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm like classically attractive in every right. way, I'm, I'm right. almost every, almost every way. I am.
1: Do you have any friends that you like didn't want to sleep with? No,
4: like- everything that I've done like has been to have sex. I would say in life
1: have you had sex
4: that's not what i came here to talk
0: about really yeah so nathan uh this is awesome really awesome ideas so i guess you know what i'd love to hear is some of your techniques and your advice if you could kind of sum it up to guys listening right now you know to get to that next level
4: so step one be actually nice and not and not like other people step two be like actually care about them and know that what their interests are and that they have the same you have the same things in common with them and they don't And nobody else does. Step three is like spend like lots Mm. of money and do like lots of grand Mm. gestures Mm. and like put them in a position where they like can't say no Mm. or they feel awkward. Step four is like take your friendship Mm. and like make Mm. it feel like they are they are the ones doing something wrong. And step Mm. five is like freak out and react to their rejection in a way that's Mm. like not only damages the friendship, but like makes them kind of Mm. question what it was based on in the first place.
1: But I'm not going
4: to lie that like what I just said there yeah I know what you're thinking it sounds really awesome and you want to hang out with me but like lo and behold no it hasn't really like taken you know what I mean and so I've kind of been a bit trapped in this zone where it's like yeah nathan like you're so cool you're so funny you're so unique and like i've never met anyone else like you but like i just see us as friends and i'm like okay you know i I have enough friends
0: you know i'm kind of surprised because it seems like from a lot of what you're saying uh this energy that you're bringing and this attitude is really it probably sets you apart from a lot of other guys out there um so so maybe talk about this typical man this man that you're kind of seeing again and again this pattern that women are falling into well
4: like people just don't know what what they actually want you know what i mean they don't know what's actually good for them and so they go for people Mm -hmm. that ignore them that don't do anything because like these guys, like, they are, like, total, like, jocks. Mm-hmm. They don't even know, like, a single book. They wouldn't even be, like, codependent with them or anything. They're not right for them. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. he's not a nice guy. And, like, I'm a mm. sweetie, and I'm nice. And then they are mean men, and I'm ni- I'm a nice mm. little boy that's, like, willing to do nice things for you. Okay, this is the thing. Literally, people are always, mm-hmm. like messaging me being like oh like you're perfect like why can't i find someone like you that like isn't like you but is like Mm -hmm. you like but doesn't kind of like Mm -hmm. look like Mm -hmm. you or have like same like vibe Mm -hmm. as you and i'm like what Mm -hmm. are you looking for i'm right here (laughs) and literally i'm just like why don't you fuck me right now because i'm like literally right here and so fuck me because i would fuck you right like everyone knows that and you know that too so everyone knows that you know that and yet you're fucking someone else the equation doesn't add up professor it's actually really messed up, but at the end of the day it's like hey i can't do I can only just be me and like if you don't like that, then like give me a second chance, and if that second chance doesn't hold, then like hey I'll message you again, and like at that point, I can only just like keep messaging you until something changes. hopefully
0: it sounds like you've got a really good attitude though about it, and really sounds like it's not really about you know win or lose it's just try and just continue to try and try and try and try and try and it's not your problem it's their problem which I think is really refreshing
4: oh yeah totally like no I don't consider anything anything my own fault like mm-hmm. I'm like a victim of like complete circumstance and I'm doing actually everything right and better than anyone else I'm a romantic I can't help it honestly I, I that's gotta how that's just how I behave that's just me you know the ima- the amount of times I've been like at a baseball game and like I've propose to someone you
1: like baseball
4: I don't randomly a lot of the people that I'm interested in do are you a baseball fan
1: yeah I like I like sports I like lots of sports I like baseball I like soccer I like uh race cars
4: that's tight that's awesome you like sports
1: I love them so much I mean sometimes um I'm not very competitive but I'd like to be more competitive so I like to see it in other people
4: I want to buy you like a signed soccer ball or something Who's your favorite player?
1: Um, I would say doesn't have to be soccer,
4: just or just a signed soccer ball. or a celebrity you want?
1: I really like um, Dolly Parton.
4: Boom! I just ordered it. What? I just ordered.
1: Why yeah. did wow. you do that?
4: Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, because I'm just nice. Oh I my god,
1: that's so nice. Thank you. Yeah. The only other person to ever do something like that for me was my dad. So you're like part of the family. <laughs> What? Honestly, I feel like we're close now. Are you hungry? Yeah, all the time.
4: What's your favorite food, even if it's expensive?
1: My favorite food is bread, and you then you dip it in ketchup. Check your door. What? The door to the studio? Okay. One sec, one sec, one sec. Oh my god, there's a freaking Heinz at the door. And a loaf of bread. Yeah. Brent, do you want some?
0: No, not at all. I think that's disgusting. Bread and ketchup is probably the worst combination of things I could ever imagine. How did
1: you do that? It was a
0: custom DoorDash order. I had to like.
1: Are you a magician? Is this what... Brent, did you bring him on because he's a magician too?
0: No, I told you he's not a fucking magician. He's an expert in friend zone dating. Can
1: you pull a coin? No,
0: but I could
4: just like e-transfer you whatever you want. Honestly, it's fine. What do you want money? I can do that.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I, I don't need money right now, but thank you. Ask me again in a few weeks
4: <laughs> <laughs> no i I will I definitely will. did you like that? Did you like that I bought you stuff and like was nice to you?
1: Yeah, that was really nice. That really made me feel great. I wrote
4: a sonnet for you. oh, what's that? It's basically a poem, but but it's oh. a specific format. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to hear it? It's like so. It's so like
0: good and stuff. Yeah, I think you she'd love to hear this sonnet. This is an original sonnet. <sighs>
4: okay, here we go. <laughs> it's called In what in what ways would there be would there be more than anything than this. By Nathan Hare. What is more what is more beautiful than a than a flower that blooms? <laughs> it can it couldn't be your smile for that would rest upon another j- gentler wing of a bird that was once so 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 young and that was that we knew could happen and for how can i count the ways that there would that your smile brings me a smile as well and your eyes for they sparkle and and glimmer like two stones in the castle and the and you you're just and you're just so like nice and like not like other people too
1: the end. oh my god that was really that was really beautiful that part where you talked about the birds like i don't know how you knew but i just had a lot of birds growing up and they all died and it just felt like those birds were talking to me again those birds were my best friends and it feels like you, you have been okay. possessed by them <laughs> So thank you mm-hmm. for giving that okay, A bit of a snoozer back. there,
0: a bit of a snoozer from Christine talking about uh, these dead birds in her life that she used to communicate with. When uh, they were alive. But that was really good. A bit of a slam poet. Okay, Christine. So a bit of a slam poetry kind of situation vibe. I really like the energy. Again, you're bringing to the podcast. A lot of guests come in here. They just start to lie and kind of steal time and energy from me and from the listeners and kind of hawk their... They're trash products bit of rat energy that's what i'm kind of getting not but from you it's a bit more you know um you know above like like rat next level kind of rat uh energy you know like a rat that's evolved i don't want to say rat i feel like Echidna. that's okay christine i was
1: like pretty crushed when i came into the room today and i was thinking like oh i'm gonna have to deal with brent's negative energy probably and that's gonna go against the neutrinos i'm gonna have to keep trying to sell him Mm -hmm. on these neutrinos and he's not gonna be into them but who knows maybe he Mm -hmm. will and then i was like do i go on this date tonight do i not go on this date tonight and then you come in with your amazing energy all you have are positive things to say you're so kind so nice so lovely to be around i just i feel safe with you and i barely even know you but i absolutely consider you a friend already and um i feel like if not for you today and that beautiful poem about my birds like how did you even know about my birds that beautiful poem i feel like i wasn't gonna have sex with the guy i'm going on a date with tonight but now i feel like i'm ready
4: What the fuck are you talking about? This is exactly how it goes every single time. Oh my God. You're all the same. Literally. Does no one want to fuck me on planet Earth? Seriously. No, seriously. I'll fuck anyone. I brought so many soccer balls this week. And so many of them were signed by Dolly Parton. I had to go meet her. I
1: didn't ask for it christine
4: i think you've done enough you've done enough let let, you know just let's hear him out okay thank you finally someone's giving me a platform after Mm -hmm. nobody's listening to my facebook live this is exactly why i never want to lose my virginity because if i did i probably would be pissed
1: honestly if you were to just say to me do you want to have sex i probably would have said yes
4: you should introduce yourself that way to me and say that up front so that i know the contract of how you operate because otherwise it's unfair Otherwise, I have to spend money and shit. And can, is that still available if I ask now, would you?
1: Absolutely not.
4: Why not? Just because I got angry? Everyone gets angry. Have you never stubbed your toe? Come on. Get fine. I'll play by your rules. Do you want to have sex with me?
1: Yes. I mean, no. But, like, that's how it would have gone. You lit me on again. That time I did. I gotta admit, that last time- Shut the fuck up. What? Why doesn't
4: anyone want to fuck me? Why?
0: Be honest. You've been lying to me this whole time. Everyone has. From day one. I think this is very healthy. And I think, you know, if you had to choose a target, there's probably nobody better than Christine who kind of deserves a lot of this punishment. So... I don't know if I, I deserve saw the whole it thing but go down. I, am I kind a of good saw target. I kind of I kind of saw I kind of saw the whole thing go down. You kind of led Nathan on I didn't and Nathan lead him I on. do agree with you on this one. So Grant, I didn't like you before because
4: I thought that you would be like in my way in this regard, but now mm. I'm like realizing you're completely on my side. One of the only people that's been on my side ever. But if
1: you would have asked a woman out, you could have had sex. Trust me, it's really easy. Every time oh, people it's ask so me Oh, it so easy Then why have
4: I spent 60 grand trying to get people off today? And I don't, don't ask you where the money's coming from, because you won't like it, probably. Your parents. I, okay, shut up. It's Gungecoin. It's basically the best cryptocurrency there is. Practically traceless. I have had enough. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start friend zoning people myself. I don't know exactly how it's going to go down, because I'm going to need, need to get someone who's interested in me initially okay. for it to work. But essentially, once I get that step down, basically date other people right in front of their freaking face how would you like that christine you probably would be freaked and you would say oh no nathan you're the worst guy in town and you're gonna go in jail for this but no (laughs) no i'm gonna be just like everyone else who's treated me all my whole dang life ever since i ever since i came out of the womb
1: and by the end
4: I'll have everyone in this entire town, and the world
0: even. Well, Nathan, a lot of interesting ideas on the podcast today. Um, I don't know if you have anything coming up you want to plug. I'm
4: running for interim mayor, and uh, I, would, I would love, love,
0: love to be
4: your mayor. So definitely, definitely vote for me, please.
0: Very exciting stuff. Wow. Uh, definitely didn't see this turning in sort of a political direction but um it kind of makes sense so i definitely wish you luck and thank you so much for coming on the program Mm
4: -hmm. thank you for having me i really i really appreciate it
0: i recently found slips of paper with women's names and telephone numbers among receipts my husband asked me to file when i asked him who these women were he claims he doesn't know and i should shut up (laughs) He frequently leaves the house two to four hours at a time. Mm. Also, money is missing from our joint bank account. He swears he is not cheating. Is he?
1: Yeah, he's absolutely cheating. I mean, I don't know if you need something in your brain. Uh, let me tell you, on behalf of somebody who has something in their brain telling you that, you, yeah, he's cheating. He's clearly cheating on you. What you gotta do is you gotta break up, you gotta get some neutrinos inside of you, and then you would be able to see all this shit. Try to find as much of the stuff as possible. Sell it. Use that money. Get some neutrinos. You can contact me directly. Or what you can do is you can go to any health food store, and then they'll direct you to someone that you can text to get the information to get some neutrinos. I would say to you, you will be able to feel all this stuff that I am feeling, and you will feel so powerful that you won't give a shit shit about this guy you won't you don't need anybody else but yourself you know that you're a beautiful person you know that you were better before him and you'll be better after him
0: yeah, definitely this is a big breakup for me too. I think that uh clearly there's some shenanigans going on. Um, you know, not only is this your husband, but he's kind of trusting you to file these receipts. So you're kind of acting as a business manager as well. So you've kind of betrayed the trust not only of your partner, but your boss. And I think that he's definitely within his rights to break up with you here. You know, he's leaving the house for 2 to 4 hours at a time. Well, uh sister, that's called, you know, going to job and money's missing from the joint bank account well i mean he has he's got expenses he's probably eating you know sandwiches what you need to focus on is those slips of paper and uh definitely break up because you betray some trust here
1: god my hair is just fucking itchy right now hmm "'My husband goes to the strip club two, three times, four, sometimes four times a week. He says he won't change, and if I don't like it, too bad. He says it's harmless, that all his friends are there, and uh, none of the other wives mine. I'm sick over this. He claims not to have a problem. Why do men do this?' Why do men do this? I'll tell you why men do this. Men do this because women aren't using their whole brain capacity. You're using 10% of your brain capacity, what you could be doing. Where's that other 90% doing? Where is it right now? It's fucking working for him. What you gotta do is you gotta break up. You gotta get some neutrinos inside your body and then you'll be able to release that other 90%. That 90% mm. is waiting for you. He's using you. How can you not see this? It makes me sick to look at people like you and not see that you can't identify what these people are doing to you it makes me sick to my stomach i feel bad for you i feel pity for you but i also feel like you fucking deserve it because you're going through all this shit on purpose you're not only using 10 percent of your brain what do you expect what do you expect when you have a gas tank you're only 10 percent all the time what do you expect to happen obviously that car's gonna go to the strip club
0: yeah i agree with christine here this is a this is a breakup for sure definitely in any long-term relationship there is kind of a spark that disappears after a while and however you kind of try to rekindle it some people is with romantic dinners others are with going to the strip club with their friends and asking their friends wives if it's okay this is just how he kind of blows off a little bit of steam and likes to see women naked but kind of protected behind some glass or you know plexiglass perhaps
1: i think i'm gonna throw up
0: Hi, Christine and Brent. I told my friends I had a thing for this guy in my poli-sci class to get them to stop bugging me. But one of them told him, and now he keeps trying to ask me out. He's nice enough, and we're kind of friends. But I really don't think of him like that. Is there any way to get out of this without hurting his feelings or letting my friends know I lied?
1: 10% of your brain. What you gotta do is you gotta, this is what I'm Mm. telling you to do. I'm telling you to go get some news neutrinos into your Mm. brain you got to open those doors and then you got to find the right people to talk to you because honestly i mean if it's up to if it's if -hmm. if it's up to me just chomp down on them for two weeks don't talk to your stupid friends they don't know shit and i would tell you forget about this guy but i'm Mm -hmm. not your friend and i'm never gonna be your friend and also like who cares if you lie to them they're garbage anyway i've told you again and again Mm -hmm. get these neutrinos and what am i hearing back nothing from this and also you're in a poli sci class what even is poli sci i don't understand how can you use science and politics they're two totally different things that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. to me oh mm-hmm. he's nice enough he's nice enough who cares who gives a shit about this guy what do you mean you're gonna have a thing mm-hmm. for this guy you told him you had a thing for them to stop bugging you why wouldn't god damn brain can you hear me tapping mm-hmm. my brain right now i'm trying to fucking. Pull out brain matter and shove it in your face through this shit and you'll be able to answer anything. Have you seen the Bradley Cooper Mm. movie Limitless? It's the same thing.
0: Right. Yeah. Christine, you know, honestly, besides all this neutrino nonsense, I really feel like this is the first time I've seen you engaged and have a kind of a positive energy on the show. So I'm really enjoying that. Thanks, Brent. Not Thank so you, much Brent. all this talk about neutrinos, but yeah. but besides that, I'm really enjoying everything else that you're kind of, it kind of bringing today. It is the neutrinos.
1: Today. It's not me, man. Mm-hmm. It's the neutrinos, but the mm-hmm. neutrinos are me, so I guess it is me. I feel like I could join the army.
0: Well, let's focus on one thing at a time. And okay. I think that, you know, focusing on the podcast is, is a great place to start and i appreciate you kind of upping your game for this episode so i've
1: been in a fight
0: yeah for sure i think uh, that's great and uh you know this is a big breakup for me by the way but uh you know again less neutrino stuff and more just kind of relationship stuff
1: brent these neutrinos are here to stay this is the new me i'm not talking about to anybody anymore you were acting at 10 mm-hmm. capacity of christine i talk to myself all the time I make myself laugh all the Mm -hmm. time. And you just had a ball to talk to. Would you be okay? Because I would be fine. I'm still working towards that Mm -hmm. 10%. I'm looking into a lot of injections. I say things I'm not even expecting to Mm -hmm. say. Sometimes I'm like, that's too far. I got a consultation on Saturday at a place in Burnaby Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about. Sometimes when you go inside of the palace of your brain, you don't need anybody else. And that is where the true power lies. If they can inject it right into my spine, Uh, then I won't even have physical form anymore. I mean, man, you won't even be able to recognize me. But it's all inside my brain. you know I am the ultimate now okay
0: yeah again Christine I'm really enjoying you know some of the discussions you're bringing up today on the podcast I think this is a really interesting energy and uh, yeah I'm looking forward to more of these these ideas and kind of passion that I'm hearing in your voice mostly for neutrinos it seems like but but you know i i feel like there, it's coming through for some uh for some some of the rest of the podcast as well
1: what i gotta do is make my blood as thin as possible they say very hard to get blood thinner pills if you drink alcohol it thins out your blood it makes you bleed more and stuff like that because then the neutrinos can get into it as quickly mm-hmm. as possible so i'm just looking into things i am considering getting back into that but i'm not quite sure
0: well that's great and we look forward to updates on that uh so that's all the time we've got today for the episode Ow! okay christine no, just uh just chill out for a sec uh let's just calm down maybe uh you know if you make those sounds just make them off mic yeah. and uh, ah. don't damage the microphone ah. so that's all the time we've got today on the podcast i want to oh, thank uh everybody for tuning in uh and all of our guests for some really interesting ideas today and um that's all the time we've got today for dating tips and tricks and expert love right advice I am Brent Constantine and with me is Christine Bordelin and until next time may your hearts be full Christine? Christine? I think she's Well, we're gonna have to get somebody in
1: here to get some help.